It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Good morning, BQS listeners. Welcome to Be the Queen of Your Stress podcast. In today's third episode is we're going to be talking about the difference between action-taking and procrastinating. They are two very, very different things. Might sound obvious, but two very, very different things. But more about that just in, in just a second. This podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress so you can be the queen of your stress and it not be the queen of you. As I said, in today's episode, in our fourth episode, I think I might have just said third episode, it's actually our fourth episode, in today's fourth episode is we're going to be talking about one of my favourite topics, which is action-taking versus procrastinating. And this is coming from years of not only, as you've heard me talk about before, being a recovering stress head, but also becoming a recovering from procrastinating. If there had been a subject at university for procrastination, I absolutely would have got high distinctions the whole way through. Some of you I'm sure will relate to this is that um, when you've got things that you know you've got to get done, uh, it's amazing how other things can keep you busy, whether it's tidying up your desk back in uni days when there was a lot of study going on, whether it was tidying up my desk, making sure it was perfect for um, my study environment, or whether it was making sure I had the perfect playlist. I, I like studying to music, so I'd make sure I had the perfect playlist um, before I actually sat down and making sure that everything was in perfect condition. Uh, and that that perfect conditioning could really take a good half hour, hour before I actually started doing anything. I don't know if you can relate to it. I'm sure some of you can. But we often see this popping up in various aspects of our life, <clears throat> not just around study, but it could be around your exercise. It could be around your food. It might be around a work project. There's so many different aspects that we can procrastinate on and avoid, put things off, versus actually getting it done, getting that action step started. Now, we're going to talk a bit about that today as to um, how can you tell if you're just putting things off or whether it's actually your gut instinct is right and you should be putting it off. Making sure that you're leaning, leading, listening to, put my teeth back in, listening to your inner voice carefully because sometimes our inner voice can actually be pointing us in the right direction in terms of keeping us safe. Sometimes it's just repeating old habits over and over again and it actually helps us avoid what we know we really should be doing. So why does procrastination actually cause us stress in the first place is because more often than not, it's something that we know we need to get done and we're putting it off because we're not either sure how to do it, we're a little bit overwhelmed by the possibilities of getting it done and we're not sure what that end result actually looks like. So let's take uh, if you're looking to, it's, it's summertime, it's coming up to summertime here in Australia. So let's look at if you are wanting to change how your fitness levels are and say if you're wanting to lose a little bit of weight coming into summer. Often people will put off making the changes they need to make to, to shift weight or to increase fitness because they're actually not sure what it will all look like at the other end. So they almost put off doing it or procrastinating in the first place because they're fearful of taking those first steps. So we're going to talk a bit today about how you can avoid that procrastination as well. So what can procrastination look like? Well, I certainly think it comes in a couple of different, uh, couple of different forms. As adults, 
uh, and as particularly if you're no longer studying, is that it often looks like uh, hitting snooze too often. It's that having the extra sleep that you know you probably don't need, but you sleep in that little bit longer because you don't want to put your shoes on to go for a walk or go to the gym. It's the creating busyness around you. I speak about this quite a lot in my Stress Less workshop, which is we get ourselves so busy in our modern day life. We're constantly connected, often in all the wrong places. So it's actually looking at how much time do you have in the week that you're not using to the best of your ability. Uh, and there's some techniques that we can actually, I can share with you in coming episodes in how to actually do that. So you all of a sudden have no reason to procrastinate because you have all of this time that you're not using to its, its full potential. That could be time watching telly. It could be time doing that extra bit of the Netflix marathon. And don't get me wrong, I love a Netflix marathon. But if you've got time to do a 10-hour Netflix marathon on the weekend, you've probably got time to do some of the other things that are on your to-do list that are yet to be done. It's prioritising things upside down. So when you've got a goal that you want to achieve or a project that you want to finish, whether that's around the house, at work, with the kids, a personal project on yourself, is it's prioritising what's least important first versus what's the very first step that you need to be taking. And the last thing that often is a sign of procrastination is the stories you're telling yourself. So what do I mean by that? You know that internal voice? I, I always think about the cartoons I used to watch when I was little. It's that little angel sitting on your shoulders. There's a good angel and there's a little bad angel, the little imp sitting on your shoulders in the, in the old Looney Tunes cartoons. Is it's the little bad angel actually telling you stories about why you shouldn't start something, creating that self-doubt within yourself, creating the fear around why you shouldn't, creating that sense of, being undeserving of whatever is at the other end of that pot of gold, if you like, and that little internal dialogue that has been on repeat for many, many years, it can also be a sign of procrastination. Now, all of these things are really, and that's a cool thing, can be changed. Just need to be clear around why you want to change them because that's the first step in shifting away from procrastination and start being an action taker, which action means to get something done, to get one thing done. It doesn't mean to get the whole project done. It means taking small steps, one step at a time, so that you're moving closer towards your end goal. And the important thing is that first step. So that's what we're going to talk about today um, before we finish today's podcast, is making sure you're clear on what that first step actually is. What's the most important step for you? Not for somebody else, but for you. And I think that's also where people sometimes get confused is they're living other people's dreams versus themselves. Is really if a goal has been set for you by somebody else or because you've seen someone else do it through the compare game and you think, well, I really should do that too. If it's not attached to your personal reasons for doing it and for your greater purpose, the likelihood of you doing it is slim to none and you will keep procrastinating over and over again. In many ways, this podcast is an example of my procrastination in the sense, and some of you have listened back to the, the earlier episodes and you're welcome to jump back on iTunes to listen to them earlier. You've heard me talking about the podcast mic I bought four years ago. Now, there's definitely been different iterations and ideas around what I wanted to do in terms of how I wanted to share with, with our BQS community. I probably could have started earlier. And in sense of 
I'm so pleased I have now because it's it's so rewarding and the feedback we're already getting is, is so rewarding and it's helping make change. So the years of not being sure if I could do it, not sure if I had something that was worthy of sharing, all those different stories that I was telling myself slowed down a process of having a greater impact on our community. Could have been having this impact for years. So rather than continuing to, if you like, beat myself up over it, is now the goal is just keeping action steps, heading in the right direction, making sure I'm recording my podcast when I'm going to be recording my podcast, releasing to you guys regularly because the more that I practice and more that I build that muscle up, if you like, the easier it is to take the action. I hope that's making sense. The reality is, is the more action steps you take, the easier it is to take the actions. You've got to start somewhere though. And that's where the next couple of um, points that I want to make is going to help you create your action step for this week. Remember, my intention with this podcast is not just for you to listen, but actually to take an action step away for the week that is going to help you become the queen over your stress rather than it be the queen over you. So how can you start taking action? If you are a procrastinating queen, not just a stress queen, but a procrastinating queen, what are some of the steps that you can take that are going to help move you closer to each of those steps? The first thing and the most important thing, I think, uh, in my humble opinion, is starting with your why. It's a great book by a guy called Simon Sinek, but figuring out your why has been around for a very, very long time. He just happened to condense it into a beautiful book. What do I mean by that? What's your bigger purpose? Attached to your goal or your project to something bigger than yourself. So, for example... If you're wanting to make change in your fitness or your weight coming into Christmas because you know that you want to be functioning at your best, is it needs to be more, or doesn't need to be, but it's helpful if it's more than just about being able to fit into your new frock coming into Christmas. What are the benefits? What are the impact and inspiration do you create by actually making those changes? Because when... It's dark outside and your alarm's going off and it's time to get up to go to the gym or it's the difference between choosing the right thing to eat for you today versus eating the thing you used to eat that got you there in the first place is the thing that will sway you between that good angel and the bad angel is often your why. Why are you doing it in the first place? Are you doing it because you want to be the best role model you can be for your kids? Are you wanting to make change because you want to inspire family members? Is it bigger than that? Is it beyond your family? Is it that you want to have a community impact? Is it bigger again? Is it that you want to have a global impact? Understanding your why is so important because it can be the difference between you procrastinating to you taking action. Have a clear goal and a clear plan is actually once you've got your goal is to chunk that down into smaller action steps. I like to use my 1721 method, which is what are you going to do today? What are you going to do in the next week? And what have you going to have achieved in the next 21 days? For me, I enjoy a sprint. It's always been the case. I've never understood people that run marathons or long runs because quite frankly, I would have jumped in my car. But it's one of those things where for me, if I can see the end goal, I'm going to sprint it out and I'm going to get there. 
a lot of people talk about 90 days and I love 90 day goals. For me, it's even that's a little bit too far away. My brain struggles to actually get that far. So if I can break it down to what do I need to do today? What step can I take today to get me close to my goal? What steps do I need to take in the next seven days? And what will that look like? What's the potential? What if I did that in 21 days? What would the difference be? In three weeks' time, what would the difference be? And then hit replay and repeat when you get to 21. After you check what's worked and what hasn't worked and what might need to get a shift. And figure out, is there anybody that you actually need to ask for help? Do you need to actually include anybody into this action-taking step to help you A, keep accountable, or B, you just might not have the information that you need to be able to get to your goal? So just to reiterate, the steps to being able to become an action-taker, make sure you know your why, why are you doing it, what's your purpose? A clear goal and then that plan chunk down into smaller, easy, bite-sized steps. Break it down into simple steps, as I said, and use that 1721 method. What can you do today? What can you do in the next seven days? What does that look like in 21 days? And own it. Know that by taking these first action steps in that first day, it gets you closer. The reality is if you don't take that first step, you are exactly where you were before you started the process. So... Before we finish off on today, as always, we're going to finish with our top five, or my top five, I should say. Remember, in upcoming episodes, we are going to be interviewing some of the geniuses that are, that are in our community in terms of their take on stress and how to best manage it. And I'm looking forward to that in upcoming episodes. But for today, my top five, music. This week, it's a classic. One of my favourite singers that has been for the last 20 years is Pink and, and What About Us, her new, her new album's just dropped. So What About Us, great song. Um, and definitely one that's getting belted out in our car at the moment. Book, still reading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza. Such a cool book. Uh, and definitely going to be uh, sharing lessons from that in coming episodes. My de-stress for this week has been guided meditations. I am going to be doing an episode coming up on why I used to hate meditation and why I've actually uh, embraced it and how I've embraced it and what difference it's actually making. Because even six months ago, even really six weeks ago, is the thought of meditating actually made me start having a nervous twitch. But now it makes such a big difference in my day. I'm going to explain why in upcoming episodes. Quote of the week by a very famous lady, Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt, I should say, it's better to light a candle than curse in the dark. I think that's really appropriate for today because at the end of the day is rather than sitting back hoping and wondering why you haven't done something, get out and do it. Light the candle. Get out there. And last thought for today, it's one step at a time. An action is getting a thing done. Make sure it's the thing that heads you in the right direction. So that's it for today, guys. Have an awesome week. Remember to pick your action step and I will catch you next time. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time.
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.